Hey LED co-writers, come break win with me by shining some light on past, present, and future timeless affairs while being strong, confident, and reclaiming life. I want to welcome you to Lady E's Diary, where the word empowers symbolizes wealth, acknowledgement, love, and a relationship. I'm not going to lie, this is new for me, but every journey has its risk. So set sail as we ride the ways of life. The journey begins now. Welcome back, LED family. I hope everyone is doing well. All my co-writers out there that's listening, I hope you all are enjoying the seasons that you are in right now, even if they feel uncomfortable. So this episode, I am very excited about. It's been a minute, you all, um, but I promise you, it's 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 been a good minute, and and it's been worth the wait. So on this episode of Lady E's Diary, I want to talk to you all about something that's been laying on my heart for a while now, and God gave this to me maybe February twelfth, um, and so much has occurred occurred in that short amount of time so this episode I want you to grab your pen and your paper and take notes if anything resonates with you because this episode is most definitely one for the books so before we get started I do want to open um, this journal entry with a prayer Um, so yeah here we go Father God, we come to you as your humble servants, asking that you continue to watch over us, watch over us mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, and financially, God. We know the things that we do. We know the things that we have repented for, and we know that you are with us each and every step of the way, even we, even when we ignore the call even when we ignore your voice. And we ask that within this time that you continue to guide us, continue to posture our hearts in such way that we know exactly how we will move forward, how we will continue to be directed within the paths of life that we will embark upon and that we continue to vocalize with you about how we're feeling, even though you already know each and everything about us, God. I ask that you continue to watch over everyone who is listening to this diary entry um, this week and that everyone is prosperous in everything that they do and that we're not searching for purpose and that we are living out our purpose each and every day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So you guys, when I say this has been of February. It's it's a leap year for sure. Let me say that. But this episode right here, I want to talk about one thing in particular that a lot of us acknowledge, but we don't acknowledge at the same time. Um, And I don't know about you all, but I'm very impatient. I can be very impatient. Let me say that because I have been praying and asking God for more patience Um, And it seems like every time I'm praying to ask God for more patience, he gives me a test in the midst of praying and asking for more patience. 
he shows me, okay, you want more patience? You want more practice at this? Bet. You got it. And the OG going to give it to you straight like that. So be careful what y'all out here praying for. Know exactly what it is that you're asking God for because if you're not ready for something, he's not going to give you nothing that you're ready for. Um, nothing that you're not ready for, excuse me. Um, and even when it comes to those things that you are ready for, just know that God is with you every step of the way. Trust and believe that even when it feel, feels as if you've been stranded, you've been left to figure things out because there are points within our seasons that we have to do things on our own and we have to, you know, God allows us to go through certain things, not saying that we're by ourselves, but he wants us to see his perspective a lot of the times in order for us to move forward on, you know, whatever situation or wave of life that we're going through within um, different seasons. So that's one thing I wanted to say and pinpoint. But today's episode, um, today's episode title is The Weight is Significant. And when I say weight, I don't mean W-A-I-T. I don't mean literally waiting in, you know, the, the doctor's office or waiting in line at the grocery store. The weight, W-E-I-G-H-T, the weight is significant. Um, for me, um, this title was very heavy on me. And that's why I use W-E-I-G-H-T because a lot of the times when I'm going through things in life, um, I feel them heavy, um, whether it's something that's occurring at that present time or something that I know that is coming my way. I feel them very heavy. Um, and like I said before, I've been praying for patience a lot lately. Um, and while paying, praying for those that, that patience, whether it's on my job or whether it's at home with the kids or you know, the weight with finances, all of that can be a physical weight on you um, that we just may not acknowledge. So this episode, um, I want to pinpoint on how what I say, what I see, and what I do must match. It's one thing to be aware of your surroundings and your thoughts and aware of your time, but I'm being aware of what I say, see, and do. Lately, God, um, if I'm being honest, I feel like you've been ghosting me, you know? I'm working on bad habits. I'm becoming more consistent with intentional time with you. And I'm not sure if it's fear that's causing my actions to respond the way they do, or if it's the lack of understanding on what I should do when it pertains to staying steadfast within God's word. Um, Because I'm, to me, I am particularly new to reading his word. Although I was in a church, you know, um, all of my life, and I didn't have anyone around me that wasn't within their word, um, it's still hard for me to just dive right in. Um, for me, I love Bible study now. Um, the way 
I've been doing Bible study, especially with my friends. Um, and the Bible study call that I partake in on Tuesdays at nine o'clock, they have been helping me dissect the word of God and understanding how it can translate into the seasons that I have been in and the seasons that I am going through currently. Um, and that has been a big help in order for me to understand exactly you know, how to read God's word, how to interpret God's word, because there are different versions of the Bible um, for people to have a better understanding. And there's also multiple apps out there that actually help because I use um, Bible chat when I need a better understanding of a scripture or a particular context within the Bible. Um, but Bible study has been my best friend lately instead of Google because she come through when she come through, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but um, I can confidently say, God, you have spoken to me on numerous times, numerous occasions, especially when I did not expect to pour out a prophetic word. In these moments um, of feeling overwhelmed, um, the urge to prophesy is unmatched. Oh God. And the first time I honestly felt his presence in the midst of me prophesying, I had to take a step back and I literally had to breathe because I'm like, is this coming out of my mouth? Is, is this what I'm, you know, is, is this me? Is this, is this all me? And even in that moment, I, I got glimpse of visions of the words that I was speaking, the the way I was prophesying, but it's like when he needed me to speak, he pushed and nudged me in a way that led my body. And it was just so unexplainable to where you have to actually just indulge in him, whether that's through worship, um, you know, singing songs, reading scriptures, um, or just having a regular conversation, a diary entry, like what we're doing now. This is one of the best ways I find it easy for me to conversate with him, but also do um, the purpose that I know I was called to do, which was impact, which is empower and uplift um, God's people. So that has been tremendously helpful for me, um, especially with my um, awareness of being fearful of speaking. When I love to communicate, I love to connect and pick, you know, people's brain because the way we perceive things is, is always different from the way that others perceive things. Yes, we all have our own opinions. Um, and even when we think about the way that God perceives us and the way he perceives life here, that he created for us, everyone's perception is different. So understanding a different point of view can help you exactly dissect, you know, the way your mind process um, things that, you know, that occur within life. So I'm extremely grateful for that awareness, um, but still pushing through that awareness of fear in those moments. Um, but what I can say is within these moments, all I can do is acknowledge the empowerment that is flowing through me. 
Um, recently, I attended one of my good sister's Galentine's Day events, and although I consider myself to be somewhat of a loner, I always seem to find myself in places and spaces filled with love and gratitude. The satisfaction, the satisfaction of um, this moment at the Galentine's Day event provided so much clarity and understanding for things that I know I'm running from. Things that seem so hot to touch because I still feel unready. Um, at this event, I shared tears of joy, appreciation, and acceptance. But um, meanwhile, at this event, I'm still flowing throughout my wilderness season, you know. For me, I, I just knew that there was a cutoff for the wilderness season. But if we really think about it, there's always a wilderness season. Um, you know, there's always a point in our lives where we're like, oh my gosh, what is going on? It's like World War Three, you know. But I can't honestly say just yet where it ends, where it begins, because like I've said before, that's that's the ways of life. There is no end. There is no begin unless you six feet under. You know what I'm saying? Just to be completely honest, um, the wilderness season while building while in the wilderness season while building relationships. Um, well, let me say while in the wilderness season while building a consistent relationship with Christ. And becoming vocal um, with unheard stories and testimonies of what he has done for me. I find myself to be muted by him as well. The gift of listening is something that I have learned over the course of February. Like, I've, I've you know, how some people just say, just shut up and listen. You know, when someone is trying to give you advice or someone is helping you along a journey that you know you seem to be very stubborn about it's just like listen to the advice that's given get that's being given not saying that you have to take the advice but take heed to what you're listening to because it can come back around and then you're like oh I was told not to do a and I did a anyways and I know good and got doggone well I was supposed to do b you know what I'm saying like th th there's there's a point in time where you, you have to, you know, put your pride aside and be willing to take, be willing to accept the help that is coming from someone else, regardless of their situation sometimes, because they've come out on the other side nine times out of 10, whether it's good or bad. Um, but me finding myself being muted by him lately, is just like, ooh, Shut me right up. You know what I'm saying? You know, just listen before you respond so that you know exactly what advice to give. And you're not giving the wrong advice to someone who really needs to hear a friendly message or hear the voice of God through you, especially through you. Because God sends people in our space, in our circles, in our communities on our jobs, you know, at the kids' daycare to support us with the things that we are struggling with. And there are times when we don't want to hear it. I'm, I'm one of them because I'm like, listen, and I had a long day. 
people at the at the job, people ain't show up today. I was being, you know, every person on that job today and I didn't ask for it, but I know that I had to play a role a certain way in order for things to fall through and to realize that I'm not in this, you know, on my own. Even on my job, there are teams, you know, there's a team that's supposed to be there when you lack something, you know. So that that has been um, tremendously helpful um, with just listening. Because even on my job, I'm like, okay, I heard what you said. I'm going, going, going. But the moments I take to pause and really evaluate, okay, what does my schedule look like for today? What due diligence do I have to tackle today? Because this old brain of mine, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> A lot of people don't adapt um, the medical terms of this world, but I have ADHD. Baby, if you don't point me in the right direction or give me a layout, I'm going to be all over the place and I'm going to be freezing. Like, okay, so what did that lady say I needed to do? And did I finish this project? Oh, wait, let me go to the bathroom. I don't went to the bathroom, you know, and got a little readjusted and whatnot. Now I'm chilling. I'm cooling. Okay, now what I was supposed to do? Dang, it's about time for me to do X, Y, and Z. And I hadn't even finished ABC. Like, <laughs> the, the, you have to listen and, and be diligent about the things that you see and pay attention to um, so that just, you know, like with life, there there's a certain flow and a structure to things. Um, and I have made listening one of my goals for 2024, just to listen. When you listen, you know exactly how to move, um, even in a car lately. I usually have a playlist that even the kids have become accustomed to and like, oh, mommy, play this song or, you know, oh, mommy, this is this is Cece song or this is Maya song or Vea song. Play this song. And lately, especially when I'm in the car by myself, I've just been writing and not playing anything because. I, I want to make sure that I'm listening to him. I want to make sure that I'm feeling him. And I want to make sure that I'm not missing anything um, that he's saying to me, um, especially when I'm frustrated because I, I can tend to block out a lot that needs to be heard, you know, when emotions are running and flowing. So that has been like a lifesaver. Just breathe, you know. Um but as I listened to my sister um, at her Galentine's Day event, um, spoke on how each woman within the Galentine, the Galentine's Day event has uplifted her within different seasons and areas of her life, whether that's mentally, physically, emotionally, or spiritually. I hear her. I I don't hear. I, I said I hear her. Oh, Lord. It's too much going on. Talking too fast. Slow down, precious. I hear the importance of um, allowing God to live through me. What I say, what I see, what I do have a tremendous effect on my life. God told me weeks ago that bad habits aren't broken overnight. There's honestly no rush to to be successful. Um, 
and there's no rush to diminish the old you. That old you makes up parts of that successful you. Now it's just dissecting exactly what parts of the old me can go with me to that successful version of me. What parts of me have to fall off because they're no longer serving me for the person that I am evolving into and for the person that I deem myself to be. Um, so his words had me stuck for a while. Um, I was just in shock because going to church and being around spiritual beings within Christ, there was a sense of demand to be made new and let go of all worldly ways. Now, granted, nah, hear me out, LED fam. I don't know about anyone else, but in my opinion, we are still here living the life that God created for us as intentional individuals. And as the world keeps changing and evolving each and every day, as we can clearly see, we still have a choice. The choices I've made to be intentional with God have always come down to what I see, what I say, and what I do. I say I'm going to let go and release myself from the bondage of trauma. But when I see my children yearning for affection, I become triggered. And within those moments, the little girl in me, she shuts down. She becomes silent. And I choose not to be the opposite of what my trauma did to me, which I can see affects my children because it shows up not only at home, it shows up when we're in public, it shows up when they're at school, it shows up in their schoolwork. So when I know that I'm lacking in an area, I'm evaluating that area within my life and I'm seeing, okay, so how can I? Take off this old piece of me and diminish it so that I can become that mother that I needed as a child. So that I can become that support system for my children that I needed from my parents. Um, I'm pretty sure we all heard the saying, practice what you preach. And that's easier said than done. Nah, you know, it's... it's it's easier said than done. That's pretty much it. Like, <laughs> practice what you preach. But like I said, bad habits are bad habits aren't broken overnight. So practice what you preach means you have to use that keyword practice and continuously practice what you preach. If you say that, if I say I'm going to be more affectionate, okay. In those moments when I don't want to be affectionate, that's when I practice what I'm preaching. That's when I put my, 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 my foot forward and I refuse to allow that old me to take control of what the successful, loving, affectionate me will be for my children, for my household, for myself, and most importantly, for a servant of God, for a child of God. I know who I need to become. I know who I am becoming. So allow yourself time to become that person while letting go of old ways, while letting go of old habits and indulging in who you are becoming. Um, it's easier said than done. Like, 
that's basically as sweet and simple as it gets. Our worldly habits have become intentional and routine. And, you know, when you're aware of that, you, you're able to see exactly how intentional and how routine worldly habits have become for you and for myself. I still have a forever foundation of love with the wilderness season, though, because like I said before, the wilderness season to me does not have a end mark. There is no red X mark the spot. This is where you dig and you found and you find the treasure. No, once you get to a certain point, we're going to start this thing back over again because there are still lessons that we are learning within this life that we have here. There are still obstacles that we have to face in order to understand exactly where it is that we're going and the rooms and doors that are being opened for us that we're praying for, especially. Um, So the wilderness season will forever have a place in my heart that is just so full of grace um, because it deserves that much. Your wilderness season is where you grow. Your wilderness season is where you cr- you're crawling to learn how to walk. And once you learn how to walk, you're, you're walking to learn how to run. And once you, once you start running, eventually, you know, you have to slow down. You got to take a breath. You got to get something to drink, you know, and, you know, quench your thirst a little bit or something, you know. So it, it doesn't just end at a certain point when it comes to the wilderness season. Um. So, yeah, but. Let me tell y'all exactly how God good, how good God is. Yeah, doggone it. He so got doggone good. He got me tongue tied. Um, <laughs> he knows all of us individually. Even before we shift into our purpose calling and the servants he desires us to be. Let me just say, I never want to fall um I never want to fall like how do I want to say it I never want to fall blindsided you know I refuse to signify who I am within God and who he is within me to please those around around me no matter how much receiving and clarity is being shared within my community circles um he has never blindsided me. He's never not shown me a possible outcome. And even when I didn't see that possible outcome, there there never wasn't a warning or a sign to do the opposite of what my routine thinking was. Um it was just always an intentional, okay, you see what's going on, you know, it was just more of me evaluating, you know, what he's doing within my life within that time. And it can be extremely discouraging when you feel like you've given all you can from a seed that was planted, passed down, or even presence, present tense, you know, within your life. And, you know, this seed is, still growing roots it's still sprouting from the soil and with me being who I am 
I would rather prefer the microwave appliance. You know what I'm saying? Just boop, press one, 60 seconds, we here, we made it, you know? But my struggle with patience, I believe, is rooted from my need to control. I have to see everything full out before I decide to execute, which gets me in a lot of trouble because my plans aren't God's plans. Our plans aren't God's plans. And if you're listening to this diary entry, you know that the way you play thing, plan things out, they won't always fall through that way. Like you just have to suck it up. Like it's not always going to fall through that way, but there's always going to be a way out. Um, so when I feel that I'm in a space where I can initiate what happens next and plan out the full play with numerous times of not letting go of the spirit of control, I feel myself leaning more towards isolation and solitude. There are moments that keep me in a dark space of fear and overthinking when nine times out of 10, the answers I'm seeking have already been provided for me. And I just, I just chose not to, you know, acknowledge those answers. I chose not to, um, you know, execute those already given answers from God. And it usually leaves me in a, 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 a dark space, a space that I have let become my norm for a little over a decade now. Um, and I'm just happy that I'm able to see that now because those dark spaces keep me from being affectionate with my children. Those dark spaces keep me from communicating with people that I love and want within my life. Um, but because I'm learning how to do so many things while raising children and teaching them to do the same, it's discouraging because I'm like, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Am I supposed to be a mother? Am I supposed to be a wife? Do you know how old I am right now? Do you know what I've already been through? And God is like, of course, of course. I know who you are, precious. I gave you your name, Lady E, because you empower. Now it's time for not only you to empower yourself, but empower others along the same journey that you're on or even a journey that looks nothing like yours. And that's scary. <laughs> that's scary. But God, I'm here to tell you that I am here and I am along for the ride because I know that there is purpose in everything that you do. Um, and just looking back on a decade of saying, I got it. Don't worry about it. I'm used to it. I see a hole that is perfectly molded from past generational grievance. Everyone's family has a generational curse. That's just what I believe. That's my opinion. Take it to God if you got a problem, okay? That's not just what I know, though. That's what I believe. I believe that the things we face each and every day and struggle with internally and externally were passed down as a token of life lived. Taking a look at the generation in which we all live in now, 
we see the outlook of or the outcome of each generation's grievance battle. For me, I have allowed my generational grievance to hinder my growth within allowing God to speak through people and things that were sent to elevate how I receive and perceive help from others. And I will not allow that to hinder me no no, no longer. Um, a few weeks ago, actually, I began hearing and seeing the word enemy. Honestly, by the time I noticed this was God speaking to me, I didn't realize how much of an enemy I was to myself. Like, oh God, I said before, we all have a spirit that leaves this body when we leave this world. But while we are here, we can also take on other worldly spirits um, and we can take them on unknowingly. Just by the circles that we sit in, the places that we indulge in, the conversations that we um, decide to have with people, and we can take on someone else's spirit um, just by being that open, that free, and, you know, just the lack of awareness for self. Um, For example, there are spirits of rejection, fear, insecurity, guilt and stress, but hear me out when I say all spirits don't uphold a non-welcoming name. Because there are, because there are so, um, so many spirits of truth, love, joy, hope, grace, peace, um, what else? Like, there's just so many more spirits that are welcoming, um, but nine times out of ten, because of what we've dealt with, the rejection that we've had, we push those spirits away. And to me, those spirits are hard to attach to us because we've taken on multiple spirits that we refuse to acknowledge and let go of. So it leaves us in that space of rejection, insecurity, guilt, fear, and stress which is the worst place anyone would want to be in, especially when you claim you're living your best life. You know what I'm saying? Living your best life, you you should have no problems, right? Now we know that's not the truth, so I'm going to just keep going. But um, <laughs> because we all go through wilderness seasons, it can become hard to decipher with spirits that are attaching to our own. And okay, I see how I want to say this. Okay, so let me get back to why God gave me the word enemy. Let me just go back to why God gave me the word enemy. So in Luke 6, um, chapter 6, verse 35, I believe through 36, it uh, it says, love your enemies. Do good to them, lead, lean to them without expecting to be repaid. There are rewards from heaven. Okay? Then your reward from heaven will be very great. So, regardless of what 
the next person have has done to you that was your enemy or whatever you want to call them, you know, y'all beefing or whatever. Do good unto them and do those things without expecting anything in return. Those are the things that God admires. Those are the things that that God smiles upon because you're doing it without thought. You're doing it without second guessing yourself and you're you're doing it without waiting for something in return like if I do this you gonna give me this no that's not how it always works a lot of times when I see people that I've never met before and just spark a random conversation I'm giving something to them vocally or they're giving something to me vocally that reminds me of exactly what I have going on in the midst of my life right now or something that that triggered a thought that I just completely forgot about and needed to indulge in. Um, and you will truly be acting as a child of the most high when you, you know, move this way when it comes to people that you may not be cordial, cordial with at that point in time. Um, you must be compassionate as well, just as your father is compassionate. These two verses stuck out so much to me because with all the things we face in our world, it seems as if everything and everyone is against us at every corner. When in all actuality, we can be our biggest enemy. We can be the person that we choose not to give grace to. Um, and that can hurt us tremendously. So after reading that the next morning, I believe it was the next morning or the morning after that. I can't remember exactly, but the next morning, um, I chose not to wash dishes, um, after the night before or something like that. Um, and I'm like, my husband is not my enemy, but I know that I can become my enemy as well. So if I continue to do something that is working my nerves and I'm like, oh, God, you've been here all day or this is going on. And you see I'm being pulled 50 million directions. Just wash the dang dishes, sir. Or better yet, there's plastic wear in there. Everybody use some plastic. It's recycled, recyclable. I don't even know if that's a word, but use it, got dog on it. <laughs> We are the same people that God, that, that know good and well that rent is around the corner. So I don't have time to be playing with, you know, my tides. But we also know that we give back to God for a reason. That's just like sowing a seed. You sow a seed. Not just to get something in return, but you sow a seed so that when you do come to God and when you do speak to him, it's, it's, it's a reminder of what I've already set in play for you. Um, what I've, what I'm already working on for the, you know, for, for the, for the good of the things that you have went through in life and the trials and the tribulations and the obstacles that have seemed to be consuming you. But me sowing this seed is a reminder that okay this is set into play it's already been planted now I have to put in the work to see that seed sprout and begin to grow into 
a tree, a plant, or whatever it is that is within me that needs to be brought up. So um, I said all that to say, be mindful of the seeds that you plant. Be mindful of the seeds that you plant because the weight, whether it's W-A-I-T-E or the weight, W-E-I-G-H-T, can, can, can be heavy. The weight can be long. The weight can be unexpected. And because we know that the wilderness season now has no end and it honestly has no beginning, you, you can't rush it. You can't rush the, pro- rush, rush the process of what God is doing within you, your life, and the people that are around you. Um, we are also the same people that follow hard times and run to the same God that we denied intentionally. And this can be internal or external. I don't know about you, but, okay, I don't know about you. I feel like I need to say that again. I don't know about you, but I'm an overthinker. So, so much that I make to be so big, it's really extremely small and it's not that difficult. Um, When I understand the seed that I have planted and the seed that I'm waiting to sprout, grow and evolve, through me um, because of God. So that was pretty much what I wanted to speak with you all about in this episode. Um, the weight is significant. The weight is extremely significant and the weight is, is, is worth waiting for. You know how some people say, oh, I can't wait to find the love of my life because I know that they're going to be worth waiting for. Yeah, continue to wait. That wait that you are doing right now is going to be worth your while. It's going to be beyond words that you can even explain. And you're going to be starstruck because, you know, he is just that good. He is that one. He's not called well I don't know about nobody else but I call him the OG me and me and the OG be having conversations like listen homie I don't know what's going on but something needs to shake but after that conversation I'm like okay I talked about it I'm good now let's move forward so um I hope you all have been able to receive something from this message um this diary entry inquiry I can't even say the right word y'all what's going on with me help 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 I need to see your hand God but nah for real I hope that something resonated with you um with this diary entry and I pray that you all continue to stay steadfast within the way continue to communicate with God because I was also told this month um, that I'm doing exactly what I need to do. I am exactly where God needs me to be. So there's no need to stress about what I see others do or compare myself to how they spend their time with him 
in their relationship with him because of my community circles. So you all stay encouraged. You you all stay blessed Um, because I am blessed. I am highly favored and I'm excited for the journey that is ahead for the LED community and the LED fam. Um, If you are new here, please go ahead and subscribe and join the family because we really a cool, you know, community. We talk about uncomfortable conversations, but uncomfortable conversations that bring light within your life and understanding for a perspective that you may not have thought about or been aware of. So until next time, I love you all and I'll see you soon and real soon because I have a surprise for you guys coming soon. So I'll talk to y'all later. Bye.